0: dominoes we're giving you three dollars for being a carryout hero to use on next week's online carryout order sign up as an expedia member and see more of the world's lemons it is one of the biggest nights of the year in sports here in beautiful rio de janeiro brazil the world famous octagon has returned and this time with a main event that shapes up as one for the ages We've missed you. Yeah, just gotta celebrate. USC and hey. Rio, Familia EAD, goes USC and Rio. Hey, welcome back. USC and Rio, Familia EAD, goes USC and Rio. Hey, welcome back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. Tell them that we here. we here. We back in Brazil, first time in three years. Back within the stadiums, filling the internet and the roar from the crowd. Rio, Rio. Stand up, stand up, get up, get live Zero, we bad. Okay, UFC 283 uh it's been a man it's been a long time first card of the first pay-per-view well yeah first pay-per-view of the year um first pay-per-view of the year it's been a while it's been three years since UFC's been in Brazil so here we go let's get it started um Paul Craig versus Johnny Walker I mean this is one of those fights where you know Johnny Walker you know he's he's You know, he's explosive, he's wild, but that wildness and that wildness tends to always be his downfall. He tends to get wild, overextend, and he gets caught. You know, when you're technical, as we've seen, when guys are technical, he has issues. And if Paul Craig stays technical, he can win, you know? And the thing is also, too, and and if, and he, and you know, Paul Craig is the better grappler. So if, you know, Johnny overextends and get and falls to the ground somehow, you know, Paul Craig will catch him, so, uh, it'll be interesting, but you also, like I said, you'll have to, have to, but then again, you know, I thought the same thing too with Corey Anderson, Corey Anderson would take him down, no, Corey Anderson knocked him out, so, I mean, we'll see with that one, Jessica Andrade versus Lauren Murphy, I mean, both these fighters have a wealth of experience, I think this fight will be a little more technical than what people think, um, does Lauren Murphy have a chance to win? Absolutely. She has a chance to win. Not a big chance, but she has a chance. If she, you know, uses her experience and stays on the outside and, you know, and has a good strategy, then she could possibly win. But Jessica Andrade has shown that she can be technical. She went from being a brute to being what I a technical brute, you know, where she uses her power and her strength very well now. And... She puts a lot of pressure, and you know that that standing, you know, head and arm, which is not a new technique and it's not a rare technique, it, it's it's happened before, is you know just shows how much higher in level Jessica Andrade has climbed. So definitely interesting fight. Uh, let's see. Um. Oh, Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny. This is the same as Jessica Andrade versus. Uh, Versus Lauren Murphy. I'm sorry. This is the same as those two fights. I mean, Lauren has that fight. You know, if if Neil Magny, can Neil Magny win? Absolutely. Are there a chance high? Not really. But he can. If he stays on the outside, he uses his footwork, he sticks and moves, he can, you know, he can win the fight. Um... But you know he has to be careful. You know, Gilbert Burns hits hard, and his jujitsu is lethal. You know, but he could win. It'll be it'll be an interesting fight. You know, if it, it'll be it'll be an interesting fight. I mean, credit to Neil Magny; he's taking a big risk, and you know, and if Neil Magny wins, you know he's up there as a top contender. And if Gilbert Burns wins, well, <laughs> you got to give him a title shot after that. So either so that'll be an interesting fight in itself. Um Of course, Brandon Moreno versus Davis and Figueroa. I mean, oh, this fight. I mean, both fights, you know, in the first fight, I swore up and down Figueroa. Well, I thought Figueroa would win. You know, I thought he was going to win. Um, and then the third fight, I thought Moreno was going to win, and I ended being wrong about both. So this is an interesting fight because you know one of the, because you, when you look at the past fights and you look at how each fighter won, it's pretty clear that in in some aspects the better fighter you have to say is Moreno. You have to say Brandon Moreno is the better fighter, but. Davis and Figueroa did show improvements in that last fight. He did show. Now, he, it was pretty clear. Now, here's the thing. Both fighters have changed camps. The, and the reason why, and for Brandon Moreno, it was not by choice. If anybody knows the James Crow, James Krause situation, you know, it's no secret. I'm not going to explain it. Um, but he ended up. You know, he, you know, he ended up having to switch camps. And then the same thing with David, Now David from Davidson Figueroa, it wasn't the same thing, actually. You know, he voluntarily went back to his old gym. Now, I don't know if that's now, I don't know if that was a good idea, because to make a big leap forward, and then a big leap back. I don't know if that was a smart move. That, that could have been, that, I don't know if that was a smart move for him. Cause for all as we know, that could have been a bad move. You know, um, usually when a fighter does something like that, you know, going, you know, going back to your comfort zone, it could be very detrimental to him. You know, you know, I'm not saying that his gym sucks. I'm just saying that he's training in his, he's in his comfort zone. He's in his usual surroundings. And you also have to think too, and you also have to think too, this is the first UFC back in Brazil after three years. that's going like the amount of media the Brazilians are doing is a lot always getting autographed, taking pictures you know they're doing a lot of media you see it on the UFC Embedded how much is all that media going to affect the Brazilian fighters on the main card, especially in the co-main event and the main event that's a big question and in Davidson, Figueroa, Davidson Figueroa's case that is a very big question very big question in his case um, you know the thing is is like you know, so and El Moreno's end, you have to, you know, he, he went back, he started training with uh with he, you know, he went back to his usual team and um he got a new boxing coach and started working with him. But the question is, is how you know, but once again, you you gotta think, you know, with James Krause, he had a very he had an MMA coach, and that MMA coach really helped him. So you have to think to yourself, how much of that is, you know, you know, how much of that is going to affect him? You know, I mean, it was very clear he improved big time in the Kai Kaikawa-France fight, you know. Has losing James Krause as an MMA coach, you know, slowed him, you know, hindered him? Or maybe this was a blessing in disguise, you know? But like I said, in this situation, it's more concerning on Figueroa's than the Moreno's. Now, the other two things... You know, on, you know, now for Moreno's end, he, he's going to he's going into hostile territory. There's a lot of pressure, you know, you know, it's like he's, he's got a lot of pressure, but Davison Figueroa is under pressure as well. You know, the Brazilian fans and the other two things that are really concerning in this fight are, you know, to the fit, the physical part for one, Davison Figueroa looked very shredded, you know? Very going leading up to leading up to this fight, Davidson Figueroa looks shredded. And I remember seeing a post that somebody made on Instagram and I was reading the comments and a lot of people pointed out that he's that it's only Wednesday and, it, you know, that it's only that it's only Wednesday and he's already shredded like that. You're two days out before the weigh in. And you're already shredded and it's the middle of the week, you don't really start, you shouldn't really be looking shredded like that until the day of the weigh-in. He's shredded like that two days before. And as I've said in previous fights... You know, Davison Figueroa cuts a lot of weight to make 125. It's it's abundantly honest, and you see it in his face. You know, his face is looking a little fragile. You know, it's looking frail, just like he did in the in the previous fight. I mean, so and and like I said, those commenters are right. If you're looking that shredded two days before the weigh-in, that's not good because you know <laughs> that's not good because that cut is gonna be. That that little final cut, that little final push is going to be a rough one because, you're, because you've got no fat anymore. So you're going to be cutting whatever's left, in, you know, so you'll be cutting whatever's left, you know, the muscle, the nutrients, all the things that'll keep you alive. <laughs> so... And as I said before, when you look at his face, his face is, his face looks very fragile. It looks very frail, and that's concerning. Like you know, I didn't think about it at first, but when I read those comments and they pointed out that it's only Wednesday and he's only and he's already looking shredded like that, and that's not good. <laughs> you know, yeah, you shouldn't really be looking shredded like that two days before the weigh-in. You know, like you, you really shouldn't. And so. That's very concerning, you know, and Mar- yeah, that's, that's very concerning. The other thing is Davison Figueroa has been talking a lot of shit going into this fight. And he talked a lot of shit in the last fight. And, you know, we all remember calling him a cry baby, saying he's going to make him cry. And then this fight, he's doing the same thing, calling him a, calling him, you know, a cry baby, saying that I'm your daddy, talking a lot of trash. And, and the reason, and the thing is, too, it's like, and the people are wondering, because if you look at both of the other two fights, he didn't call, he didn't, he didn't talk trash in the first two fights. But why is he doing it now? Well, it's very simple. You know, Brandon Moreno is in his head, you know, you know, Brandon Moreno's in his head because Brandon Moreno made him feel vulnerable for the first time in his career. He was vulnerable when a guy is so dominant and just going through people like the way Davidson, Davidson Figueroa did, and he gets and and he and he get, go and he gets stopped or just goes through a hard fight. That that really messes that really affects him mentally, and you see it in the way Davidson Figueroa is acting, both in this fight and the last fight. So the weight cut along with his mental game. Is going to be the two biggest concerns, as well as his decisions going into this fight. Um, going into this fight, I mean. So you know, the other thing too is you. The other concerning thing is Moreno is does tend to take does tend to take a lot of damage. He tends to let himself get hit too easily at times, and I mean as we know the human body can only take so much so if he doesn't so hopefully so if he's not smart and cleans up his defense you know and <laughs> cleans up his defense you know at you know at some point he might go down you know he he might go down i mean the other thing is too is you know of course davidson figueroa was out on injury Moreno wasn't the more active fighter. That's another that's another thing. So, and once again, so I mean there's there's a lot of questions in this fight, but no doubt this fight is going to be exciting. Do I think this fight is going to go like the like the third one? I don't think so, but I mean like like the third, I don't think so, but then again, everybody swore up and down that this fight was going to be exactly like the first two and that's not what happens. So, <laughs> so definitely de- definitely a lot of questions, comments and concerns. Uh so Glover to share versus Jamal Hill. I mean, this is old versus new, technique versus physicality or athleticism if you want to call it. Jamal Hill is obviously has the advantage physically, but Glover has the advantage technically. And you know, this is a five-round fight. You know Jamal Hill doesn't really have the best takedown defense, and you know Glover is a guy you don't want to get his get you don't want to have his arms wrapped around you. The thing is, too, is like you know once again, kind of like with Johnny Walker, Jamal Hill tends to overextend when he hits you with a good shot, and if you over, as we know, if you overextend. Or become too eager with Glover, he's gonna take advantage of that. You know, as we saw when he fought Tiago Santos, Tiago Santos got overzealous and Glover was able to turn the tide. So the other thing too is like people seem to forget that Glover can knock you out too. He wasn't just known for his submissions. For a long time, he was known for his knockout power. Because he did, he knocked guys out, you know? And the thing is, is the style that he fights, you know, he fights in that squared stance. Where both the left and the right hand are both equally power hands. And he uses that peekaboo style to help him dip and get under his opponent's punches. And, you know, Jamal Hill kind of, you know, his his jab is usually thrown straight. But as I've seen in fights, it became, it becomes a little more lazy and a little more wide. You know, like the first two punches he throws are usually straight. But then after a while, as time goes on, you start to kind of see his punches become more wider and more wider as the exchange goes. That's what I've noticed in Jamal's Hills fights. So, but definitely it's it's very it's a very compelling fight. I mean, uh man, this is a tough fight cuz I mean, you know, Glover could win, but you know, all it takes is one and all it takes is one and Glover went through a very tough war with Yuri with Yuri Provoska. And, you know, that takes its toll on you. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how he holds up after a fight like that, you know. and I mean, we'll see how, I mean, especially given the fact that Glover was already in camp. So, you know, he was already in camp. He was already at his peak. And now he had to reboot his camp and get, and like... Get back into peak too. And this is kind of like the same. This is what happened to Misha Tate. You know, Misha Tate was already in camp, already made weight, and then had to. And then when Lauren Murphy pulled out, she had to restart her camp again and make weight a second time immediately, right? Two weeks after. Like, I think it was like, yeah, two weeks after, which is. When you look at the amount of time, like it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, when you look at the amount of time that she had between that, it was ridiculous. I mean, she had to, she was already on weight and now she had, she was already on weight. She was already at her peak and now she had to extend it, which puts a huge toll on your body. And that's the thing that you, that's the thing that was that kept popping in my mind every time was like Glover was already in camp he was already peaked now he has to extend that camp for a couple more weeks that may do him a disservice versus Jamal who he's coming in more fresh so yeah the 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 UFC real card is gonna be a wild one um only only things missing, only two things are missing is, of course, Anderson Silva and the great Jose Aldo, but, I mean, it is what it is, so, yep, watch, be there, be square, watch the fights, you know, watch live streams, I don't care, but you don't want to miss this.